Hello, and welcome to the Art of Selling Online Courses. We're here to share winning strategies and secret hacks from top performers in the online course industry. My name is John Ainsworth, and today's guest is Samantha Riley. Samantha is an authority positioning strategist, best-selling author, speaker, host of the Influence by Design podcast. She's built multiple businesses over the past 28 years and grew her first seven-figure business from the ground up before she was 30. She now works with experts and change makers to become known as the leader in their industry. And today we're going to be talking about critical factors for an effective online course, what the three elements are and why you need all of them. So, Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks, John. It's great to be here. Nice. Okay. So talk us through it. What? Give us the overview. What are the three elements of an effective online course? Okay. Like you said, there are three and there are many people that put one or two in these and it doesn't get their online program to where it needs to be. So it's really important to include all three. So the first piece is content. And that's your the actual content that you're delivering, whether it's your recorded modules, if you're doing a cohort, or if you've got an MRR, like a monthly recurring revenue, you know, where are the trainings? So this is the content. Then we've got the, I've gone out of order now, the coaching. Now we all know what the third one is. We've got the coaching and the coaching is how we help people to make that transformation. So whether it's on group calls or one-on-one, what that looks like. And then we have, as I already have alluded to, the community. And the reason that we need to have all three of these parts is people will come to you for the content. They will make the transformation and have the success through the coaching and they will stay for the community. So I guess we're going to deep dive a little bit into what all of these look like, but they're the three components. Now, a lot of the guys in our audience do it yourself courses. So they're doing just the content. They don't have the coaching mm-hmm. and they don't have the community. And we've got one mm-hmm. of our clients, oh, a couple a couple actually, have started doing the full kind of program like you're talking about here as well. And that's really interesting with that is you can sell it for a lot more money. And it's, mm-hmm. it's something that, so we had a client, he was making a few thousand a month and we implemented our whole system with funnels and email marketing and got him up to about 10,000 a month with his current audience. And then he implemented this system as well, where he had the, the group coaching program and that got him to 20,000 a month. And it's like, you make as much money if you've got a big audience from the group coaching on top as you do from what you've already got without growing your audience any further. So it's mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like, and this is a ballpark figure, but something like 10% of people will spend 10 times as much money so you can afford to then, you know, you can make a lot more from it. Mm. What do you think in terms of the, if someone's listening and they're doing just the do-it-yourself courses, so they've just mm-hmm. got the content parts and they're selling them for, let's say, I don't know, like $100, $200, that kind of thing. What would mm-hmm. be your message to them in terms of like why they might want to consider doing the, the more group coaching full kind of mm. uh, program? I love this question. So this is, I think that we need to take one step back and the person that is running the program, so the coach, the the business owner, the entrepreneur, needs to really understand why they're doing it. And if their business is to run in the background and they're happy with the way it's running, they're happy with their lifestyle, they're happy with the amount they're earning, then don't touch what, you know, Mm. if it's working, don't touch it. If you're wanting to grow it, if you're wanting to charge more, if you're wanting to attract more people, then definitely start to look at different ways you can do this. So if you're running a cohort program, like you were just talking then, so maybe it's an eight module um, program, you keep your clients in there for, let's just say 12 weeks for the sake of, you know, what we're talking about here. 
they do their eight modules that's the content can you implement once a month if we're doing a six months maybe a q a call once a month so that people can come on and say oh you know i got stuck on module three i don't understand this thing mm -hmm. so it gives them a chance to come it keeps the momentum the community will happen on those group calls because if you're doing them live then people are starting to get connections over there and if maybe one of your communities is your Facebook group, your members' Facebook area. People will start to engage more when they already sort of starting to know the people that are on those calls or they can see that there's people asking questions. So it's actually quite simple to bring those in just by adding a, a group Q&A call and a Facebook group so that people can connect. Most people, even when they have online modules, have some sort of online community already anyway, but just adding that one little, that little group call. And the reason that we do it, and that's what you asked, is that you will have not just more engagement with your students, they're more likely to finish your course because only about 3% of students finish online courses which means there's 97% of students that aren't finishing them. And the reason that we want their students to finish our courses is so they get the success, because when they get the success, they will refer you, they will give you better testimonials, better case studies. And also it just, you know, it feels good when your students get success. And they're also more likely to upgrade into your next program. So there's mm. a lot of reasons to actually have that coaching piece in there, you know, for the success, for the engagement, but also to be able to get that upgrade. Nice. One of the things that I tell people when they first are getting started, if they haven't built a big audience, is actually start with the more expensive programs. Start with the one that's the group coaching calls, maybe there's more extra support on top of that, the community, all of those parts, because with a smaller audience, you can still make good money from a mm -hmm. more expensive program. There's enough people, mm -hmm. especially from like your network or referrals or this kind of thing where you can actually get started with that. And I think if someone's not got a big audience yet, they should almost definitely start with that. And then later on, you can always add in the downsell to the to the cheaper, you know, the program where people just get the content on, on its own. So we're now starting to do that. We've got a, a done with you program and we've been charging for that for, I don't know, we've done that for like a year or so. And we're just starting to sell people just modules of it on it on their own. So they can kind of write, okay, you're not quite ready yet, but if you implement this, you go away, you do this, then it's going to get you to the point where you're going to be ready to come and work with us. So it's like a, you know, mm -hmm. an extra after that. And as we build a big audience, I expect that will become something where we make a bunch of money from it. And I think for a lot of people, they think the other way around. They think you mm -hmm. have to start with the do-it-yourself courses. And it's not true. If you've got a massive audience, then do-it-yourself courses is fine. And like you say, if that fits for your lifestyle and you don't want to do group coaching, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, mm -hmm. you can afford not to, cool. But if, if your focus, like you're saying, is get people to finish the program like I'm saying, make more money from it, then it's like it's actually that's easier with the with the full point of full package. Mm. I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you. I think that starting at the starting at the top and then building things that sort of bridge that gap is a lot easier because back in the day, like I'm talking back in 2011, which in internet years is a really long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> my first, I started with a high ticket program. Mm -hmm. Now, just think. I actually started with three people in my program. Mm. Now, if you're charging $2,000 a month and you've got three people in your program, you're already at $6,000 a month 
and it's pretty easy to get three people, you have looked after that that monetary factor. You're not sort of getting, you know, 2,000, 3,000 and panicking. It's like, okay, well, I know I've got $6,000 a month recurring. Now I can just keep keep going on that. And even if you only add one person a month, mm. it's very, you know, you get to that 10K plus really quickly. And that's talking worst case scenario, right? You know, you may be able to move that a lot faster, but that's a lot easier than trying to do a, you know, a 197 program and getting three people it's very difficult to live on six hundred dollars yeah. a month. <laughs> yeah. It also means that you don't have the money to put into marketing. You don't have the money to put into your, you know, building your team, getting your first VA on board, all of those kinds of things. So, I would definitely also recommend starting at the top and then building that that bridging piece once you've got that up and running. And you know what? You may not even need to build it for a few years. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I think that makes it easier is. When you're doing group coaching, any gaps you've got in your content, you can fill on your Q&A sessions. And then you can go, oh, everybody keeps asking about this bit. Well, let me just record these Q&A sessions and then snip that bit out when I put that into the course. And then one day you might go back through and redo it more professionally or whatever, or more beautifully, what have you. But in the meantime, you've got, you keep improving and refining and, and, and updating the course kind of as you go, which is exactly what we do in ours. We record every Q&A call and then anything that's like a, Oh, that was a really good bit. We should always we should have that in the full course. Then we pull it out and we add it in, and that just means that it's constantly improving until you get to the stage of really having nailed it. And then you can go right now. We could sell this as a course. You know, now it actually works. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And you use one of my favorite words in there: refinement, because mm. we should be refining all the time. And when you're coaching, when you're coaching live. That's where the refinement process happens. Mm. You know, that's where the ideas start because I'm sure everyone listening and I'm sure you also would would realize or, you know, we're talking and all of a sudden something will come out and you think, geez, that was gold. Where did that come from? You know, <laughs> and you, you take that piece and you're like, I'm going to run with this. <laughs> so it's a really great way in your live coaching to be able to refine that process and then go away and think, okay, so how do we make this bigger? How do we make this better? Beautiful. Okay. So out of the three elements, which are the ones that people, which should we start with, which are people either missing the most or which are the ones that they are most likely to be able to improve? So I think that most people start with the content. (laughs) So they start recording the modules. They have an idea for a program. They sit down. That takes them a month, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter to write out their modules. They record them and then they take it to market. Mm -hmm. I don't recommend that. I think you should take an idea to market and sell it. So for me, the biggest part that I would concentrate on is the coaching. Because if you can get someone in and show you a transformation very, very quickly, then that's how people are going to say you're the person. I was just having this exact conversation with a client before we started recording in that we were talking about um, champagne clients and beer clients. And she was explaining a champagne client that she had just finished her program and she's upgraded her into her, her high ticket program. And I said, you know, what was it that that moved that needle really quickly for her to move in? 
and it was that coaching piece because straight away within the first 10 minutes she got a small mini transformation and she went this is where i need to be i know mm. that this is where i am so with the coaching piece you're able to build that trust really quickly i've heard a lot i'm sure that people need to know like and trust us to be able to make a decision to purchase from us the trust doesn't mean that if I'm with friends and one of my friends falls over in the street, that I'm going to offer them a hand to help them up. It's not that kind of trust. We're good people. All of us are good people. The trust is actually, do our audience trust that we can offer or we can give them the solution to their problem? So if you focus on the coaching piece first, you can get that, that trust and that transformation really quickly. That was interesting. Okay. I want to dig into that a little bit. So it's not, do they trust you in terms of like, are you a good person? Will you do the right thing? Are you going to be on their side? But like, can you actually get them specifically the result that they're after? I think that's mm-hmm. really important because I've got people that I've, I've tried working with before who I did trust and I think are trustworthy, but it didn't work. And it was, Mm. you know, I didn't get the result I was after because maybe they had something in mind that like, you know, they've worked with loads of people and it's got them great results, but it's not actually quite the result that I was after, but I hadn't been able to verbalize what I was after and hadn't asked the right question. So it's that kind of stuff, right? Of like, where exactly is the, what do you want your life to look like? What do you want your business to look like? What does this person help people with? Do they help people who are the same problem as you or the same personality as you? Or like, what is it the right fit kind of thing? Interesting. Okay. I can see the light bulbs going. I'm loving yeah. this. <laughs> no, that's really good because it's, I think it's so important, right? In the, in the marketing to really help people understand, is this going to work for them? And it's like, I've thought about the same stuff and we work on the same thing, but not in the same way. Like for example, for us, we only help people who've already built an organic audience and mm-hmm. an email list. And we will work with people who haven't got courses yet, but mostly we're working with people who've already got courses that have proven to have a good product market fit. And so if you don't have those bits, then we're not the right fit. But a lot of people are like, oh, I help people to make money from courses. You want to make money from courses. Let's do it. And it's like that, that narrowing down is, I think, a really important part. And so we can, people mm. can trust us if they have those bits. And if they haven't mm. got those, it's like, well, maybe we're not the best people. You know, maybe we're not mm. going to be the ones to actually help you with it. So I think that's really interesting. Okay. Mm. So you think the coaching, going back a stage then, you think the coaching is the step that comes first because that's where you can most easily help people get the transformation. Absolutely. If you thinking about if you have someone come into your course, one of the biggest things that I see is new clients coming in and sort of going into some sort of online portal and going, I don't know where to start mm. or I'm not sure if this is the right one or they'll jump in and go from module one and maybe that wastes four hours of their time because they could have actually jumped in at module five. We can charge the most money when we can get a client the quickest win because Mm -hmm. time is money. So the quicker we can get a client a win, the more money we can charge, the the more someone will hand over and say, yeah, if you can get me this in 10 minutes, then that's what I want. So think about it from an onboarding process. If someone comes into your Q&A call on the first week or some sort of group onboarding call where you're doing coaching, helping people with where they're at, that saves them time. So that's why it's the quickest piece. You can not just get them the biggest amount of success during the course, but you can get them those wins in the first 
the first seven days, the first 14 days, the first 30 days quickly, mm. which that's almost like a drug, right? When you get that, mm. when you, as a client, when you get those wins straight up, of course you want to keep going because you're like, wow, I just got five new clients doing this thing. I've got to keep going because what, what more will I get from this? So we're, we're giving them that drug of, of wanting to continue getting the quick wins straight up front. Nice. When we, we used to have a really complex system of everything that we taught everybody. And we went through some training about making a great course. And it said, first of all, do your eight week course. And then later on, you can do the year long one. And so we cut it down to like everything that you could fit into an eight week course. So we had eight modules and it was our eight quickest wins and the things that you should do. And out of those, we put the quickest, quickest wins first, which was order bumps and upsells. So if someone's got an audience, they're making sales, they add in, everybody listening has heard this so many times from me. They add in <laughs> order bumps and upsells. There's going to be someone new that hasn't heard this before. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, order bumps and upsells, add those in and it'll increase your revenue like 20 to 40%. And what we found that was fascinating to us was that that eight weeks actually is just like, that's our whole program almost. It's like, it take, it's that we do have extra things we help people to do later, but we're talking months and months later because what we do is we get them to implement all of those things. And then we go back through and we improve them all. And then we go back through and we improve them all again. And then eventually it's at the stage where it's like, right, now it makes sense for you to do tactic number nine, but not until you've done all of this stuff first. So those quick mm -hmm. that that insight about like just start with the quick wins, it seems so obvious now, but we totally didn't do it. And what would happen mm -hmm. is we do work with people and they'd be working with us for two months and they're implementing good stuff, but they're not getting the results yet because we were doing long-term mm -hmm. stuff. And then they would get frustrated and then they would drop out. And we're like, oh no, but you were you were you were getting there. And it's like when we swapped it to the quick wins and people do something and then within three days they're making more money. They're like, oh. Like you're saying about the mm. drug, it's like, what else you got? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys, yeah, exactly. no, I knew you knew what you're talking about, but you know, you really do, don't you? And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we really do. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Exactly. And it's really nice when that happens. I just um, was chatting to a new client, it was about a month ago. And um, at the end of my coaching calls, I always ask, what's your biggest takeaway? Because, you know, we want people to reflect. And she said, my biggest takeaway is you're the first coach that I've ever worked with that I go, she actually knows what she's talking about. Now, I'm sure the other coaches actually knew what they were talking about too, mm. but it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, how can you get the quickest win? And it's not necessarily in in the order from A to Z that we know, no. you know, you have to do this and you have to do this. Sometimes we're starting over here and doing this so that we can make sure that people have got the, what are those things that they throw over the boat so that you float? You know, like the safety boy. Anchor? I can't think of what they're called. Oh, I see. Right. Um, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, Not yeah. the anchor, so, John. Don't so hold on safe. to an anchor. You no, won't float. No, don't hold on to the anchor. <laughs> God, I hope I'm not on a boat with you. <laughs> you know, it's that whatever that life ring is thing yeah, that you, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. float. You, you're throwing that at people so that they've got that safety. <laughs> the anchor. <laughs> I thought you meant so the boat oh, wow. stays in place. <laughs> You get an anchor, so you get an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, you know, we're trying to make sure that they're safe and, they're, they're, you know, they've yeah. got, they feel comfortable and they've got money coming in the door. Then we can go back and put those foundational pieces in place. But, right. you know, what's that number one thing 
Not everyone needs to start at module one. Yeah, we understand that module one is the foundations, but what can we give that client right now that's mm. going to give them that quick win? We found a great thing the other day. So one of the things we state, we really, really, really want people to do their customer avatar first because the customer avatar, everything else is easier once you've got that figured out because you know your customer language, you know who you're talking to, you know what your audience is and in terms of like how to be, which people within your audience is the ones to be focusing on. It just makes everything else easier. But it doesn't make you any money doing the customer avatar. It makes you money later, right? It helps make the other marketing easier. And what we do is, first of all, we do a, a survey. We get clients to do a survey out to their audience. And we use that to build a customer avatar. And one client did something genius. He had as his bonus of what you got if you filled in the customer avatar survey was you got a 15% off discount code. And so it became immediately, he got more money coming in because people went and used the discount code and went and bought stuff with it. I was just like, oh, that's beautiful. Because then it means that you do the right thing first and you make some more money. And when you make more money, if there's more money in your bank account, it makes you feel very different from being like, oh, I know this is the right thing to do. And mm -hmm. uh, so that's it now. That's going into our system. It's like, that is what your system is for doing the customer avatar survey has included discount code. Totally. Yeah, Okay, so people start with the coaching. That's the first one to do. So what's the second one then that you would suggest out of the three? Community. Community. I'm next. doing it completely, okay. completely backwards to the way most people would do it. So okay. community is next because when, when there's engagement, when people feel supported, when people don't feel lonely that they're going through this transformation alone, you know, there's nothing worse than doing something that's uncomfortable, something that you've never done before, doing that, that first time and doing it alone and mm. accidentally telling your family about it like we've all had that you know like oh my goodness i should never have told my family that i'm going through this thing you know so having that like that group of like-minded people to lean on for support and champion and be there to to help is definitely that piece that's going to keep your clients engaged and what is a good community look like in this context what things should people mm. be making sure to include so again, it depends on what your program is. Now that the world is opening up again, if you've got a high ticket item, get in a room with people. Like mm -hmm. people are craving being in a room. Have your onboarding as a two-day retreat. Mm -hmm. You do that and you're going to have a tight group of people that have just gone through two intense days. They'll walk in not knowing anyone. They'll walk out best friends. They'll mm -hmm. show up to all your group calls because they want to hang out together. They already know how amazing every, everyone is. So I, you know, that's, that's my favorite way. Um, it can be as simple as a half day workshop, um, some sort of online boot camp. It could be as simple as an onboarding call on, on zoom so that at least people are engaging Facebook groups work. I definitely love Facebook groups. I have one, but just putting people in a Facebook group and expecting them to engage won't happen so how can you facilitate some sort of meeting whether it's online or offline to build the engagement and the connection between the group because if there's a really tight engagement there people won't leave people won't leave your program got it okay so coaching first then community ideally with something in person as fits high ticket and then mm -hmm. working back into the content so mm -hmm. what's anything different about the way that you recommend creating the content to the way normal people do it? 
Oh, I don't know. Is there, is there such a thing as a normal person? I think no. that we all, you know, we're all very unique and I'm, I'm very much against cookie cutter systems. So this is where uh, I'm probably not the best person to ask. However, once you're engaging with your clients, once you're doing those coaching calls, you're going to know how you hand across the information, how your clients are taking it. So then it's able to put it together. Is there a cookie cutter system? I don't think there is. Some people go for, you know, 90 minute online per module. Some people go for five minutes a module. I really honestly think that this is unique to you so that it's authentic and aligned to you. Because if you're trying to be someone that you're not and trying to do it the way someone else does it, and it doesn't feel comfortable to you, then that misalignment in energy can actually push people away. Mm, Okay. One of the things that we found that made it way easier to do this was having two people on the training. So not everybody maybe has got that as, a, as an option if they haven't got people in their team who can help with it. But it was either me and Josip or Josip and Monica were the ones doing most of the training. And then they were kind of bouncing off each other and it made it a lot more fun and engaging mm. and easier for mm. them to record it as well because one could fill in where the other one. You know, you can get in your head a lot. If you go to record training, you're like, oh, I don't know. Is this good enough? Is this okay? Is this working? And what have you. And then if you've got somebody else on there, you just can can talk all through and the whole thing got a lot easier for us. We found that really helped. I can share the way I do my training is I mm. always do it on live calls with clients. Right. I never okay. ever record a training where I'm just sitting in front of my computer and just sort of speaking into it. And there's a few different reasons. Number one is I feel really flat. Mm. I feel like yeah. I'm just like, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I don't show up and have those you know those really those gold those gold Mm. moments that we were talking about earlier if i'm just talking to my screen they don't come out so what i do is i get my my community together and say when if i'm starting a course you know we'll do our group coaching for a couple of weeks and then i'll say hey guys now we're going to go through the you know from module one to whatever i generally record the modules not on the normal group coaching times Mm -hmm. because they may want to turn up or may may not want to turn up, but I record them live so that the workbooks have already gone out, they've already had a look at them, and then we record it live. I love what you just said about having someone else on the call because just recently I actually have another coach on a call with me for our coaching calls, Mm. and what I love about it is it's like they can hear what I'm saying and they'll repeat it back in such a slightly different way and someone on the call will go, now I get it. You know, yeah. they, they'll just pick up those those sort of the the phrase at the end of the people that maybe are like, I kind of got what she was saying, but there's something that's not quite there. And then mm. the other coach will say, well, what I was hearing was this and this, and here's another idea. And you'll see that those last couple of people go, got it. Mm. So I really love that idea of having two coaches on. But definitely recording live for me is a lot better. One of the things I found with listening to live trainings versus listening to something that someone's recording on their own is when audiobooks started becoming a thing, I was really excited because I'm like, I'm a very auditory learner and I learn best if I listen while walking. And I was like, this is perfect. And I found I would listen to audiobooks and I'm like, I'm bored out of my mind because this person <laughs> is sat there in a, in a recording booth and they're just reading it and they don't have enough intonation, they don't have enough excitement. And when someone's doing a live training, they would not, they wouldn't feel like they could get away with that. They'd be like, I'm on stage. I've got to get everyone's interest. And they're like, you know, right, okay, now we're going to do this exercise and we're going to talk about this and what have you. And 
so the, and they're trying to get the audience engaged so i actually always listen to corset video you know it's generally video courses but i just listen to the audio while i'm walking because i can take i can take that information in more easily whereas the, the audiobooks i'm like i'm just going to go to sleep from this you know what most business books are like as well they're about two-thirds filler mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's like you know mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that also doesn't help but it's like okay so i really like this okay so we've now got the coaching the q a and the content uh we've got some reasons for people to do it you know if, if you're listening and you're totally happy with your current system you've got your audience it's big enough you've got a big enough email list you're making enough money you like the way you're creating the courses don't worry about it if you're like okay i'm getting started i don't have that huge of an audience and i i want to get started making more money from this then then i would really strongly think about like doing it in this order in this way around and if you're making a bunch of money from your courses but you're thinking maybe i could how could i make more and you add this in you do the high ticket offer of the group coaching I mean, not even that high ticket but you do the group coaching with the community and the courses as well you'll find you can sell it for a lot more money don't sell it for a bit mm-hmm. more it's not worth it sell it for like mm-hmm. 10 times more money you know 2000 or something instead of 200 that kind of increase in in revenue 2000 5000 that kind of thing it starts to be worthwhile you don't want to do sales calls to sell something for a thousand dollars it's just like, oh, what's the point? But for 2000 exactly. maybe, for 5000 definitely. It's like, okay, cool, now we're talking, you know. Yeah. Um, well, even at that point, once you're at, let's just say 2000 because mm-hmm. there might be people listening going, oh, well, this doesn't apply to me because I don't have a product that could I could charge 5000 a month for. Yeah. So just, you know, for $2,000 a month, everyone can. And I, you know, if you can't think of what you could charge for 2000 reach out. I'm happy to, to brainstorm that with you. But once you can do that, and once you've got a few people in, you can outsource your sales calls. You don't even need mm. to do them on your own anymore. You've mm. ticked that box of I've got money coming in and you can get rid of the stuff that you really hate doing. Nice. Beautiful. Okay. Sam, if people heard this and they want some more of your wisdom, where should they go? What's the next step to learn some more from you? There's a couple of different places. Number one, we've been talking about different ways to increase your revenue with your courses. I've got nine different ways to leverage your courses into different programs. And that is in a PDF that I've put together called the Freedom Business Matrix. So you can get that at samanthariley.global forward slash freedom. Otherwise, yeah, head over and join me on the Influence by Design podcast where we also talk about all of this kind of stuff and more. Perfect. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. I know everybody listening does as well. Thank you so much for listening. If you found the interview useful and you want to get future episodes, then subscribe wherever you've been listening to it. And we will catch you guys next time. Thanks, Sam. Thanks so much, John.